Welcome to this recorded service for Sunday the 18th of April 2021. This is the third Sunday of Easter. My name is Peter Walker and our preacher today is Judith Meehan. The reader of scripture is Anne Gibbs and Hazel Mumford composed our prayers. Music once again is provided by the St Martin's Singers and we begin with that wonderful Easter hymn, Alleluia, Alleluia, Hearts to heaven and voices raise. Though we are scattered physically, we have come together online in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and to receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek 
the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. Christ died to sin once for all, and now he lives to God. Let us renew our resolve to have done with all that is evil and confess our sins in penitence and faith. Lord God, we have sinned against you, we have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect for today. Risen Christ, you filled your disciples with boldness and fresh hope. Strengthen us to proclaim your risen life and fill us with your peace to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Now Anne's going to read our first reading for us. Acts chapter 3 verses 12 to 19. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him, as you can all see. Now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Christ would suffer. Repent then and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Our next hymn is... Good Christians all, rejoice and sing, now is the triumph of our King.
And so we hear our Gospel reading. Luke chapter 24, verses 36 to 48. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do your doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it, because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. As a bit of a bonus, uh, Judith has chosen to preach on the alternative reading, which is from the Old Testament, uh, Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 14 to the end. So I'm going to read that additional reading for us now. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel, rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time and I will save the lame and gather the outcast. I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Heavenly Father, uh, be with us and open our hearts and minds to your love and your word. Amen. Who was Zephaniah? He was one of the lesser-known prophets. And if you've ever read him in chapter 1, verse 1, 
you hear that the word of the Lord came to him. When was this? This was in the reign of King Josiah, Judean king, but they were under Assyrian rule. He ruled from 640 to 609 BC, so 600 years before Jesus' birth. What Zephaniah prophesied in chapter 1 was that Judea would fall, the people would be taken. Yes, he saw the fall of the land of Judah. The Babylonians came. They killed many of the people and the rest were taken into Babylonia and exiled there. Zephaniah continued in chapter 2 and 3 with judgment of Israel's enemies and the wickedness of Jerusalem, punishment of the nations and the eventual return to Jerusalem of the exiles. We are looking at the last verses in chapter 3, which is quite different from the rest of the book. It's titled The Song of Joy. God will redeem his people. They will return to Jerusalem. The message from God to the remnant, the faithful people of Israel, was one of redemption and hope. And I think that to the faithful people today, that same hope is given. Now, as I said, I haven't read much of Zephaniah, and I wonder if you have. But it makes a really good reading. And there is a message there for us today. As a people. Our reading today was directed to the restoration of the nation of Israel. Because they were in a mess, basically. They were unruly, they were sinful, disobedient to God. They were worshipping idols. But how do we see ourselves today? I think we are in a similar mess, really. Yes, many of us go to church, pray, and we give time or money. We feel good about ourselves. But when you look around, we are surrounded by greed, by prejudice, by hate, crime, corruption and selfishness. And, of course, I think there are idols. You only have to look at the sport celebrities, the film celebrities, to know that that is right. Can anyone deny that that is the case? No, I don't think so. In verse 15 of today's reading, The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. That's because the Lord is merciful and forgiving with his people. He will restore the remnant to Jerusalem. He will vanquish the enemy. And the passage continues with encouragement to rejoice, to sing, return and be reconciled. The Lord is saying he will gather together 
all the people, the families that were dispersed, and bring the exiled back, and all people will return to their home, to their land. Now I think we all probably know someone, maybe ourselves, but a friend, a relative, a co-worker, who is sinful. Our society contains and will adulate violence, sex and a life of self-gratification. Now you may think that I am wrong, but I don't think so. So I ask, what can we do about it? Let's look at this prophecy in Zephaniah and apply it to us today. After all, there are faithful people here today that may be exiled. We should share the message of hope, joy, peace and love that our Lord offers. Because it's there all the time, every day, every month, every year. Well, I know we can and we all do feel despair, be depressed maybe, feel alone sometimes. But we should remember the Lord is in our mists so we can still experience the joy of knowing God even when we are depressed alone. We can know the promise of hope. We can know the peace that comes with relying on God in all things. And most of all, we can know the love of God through our Saviour Jesus, who loved us so much that he died for us on that cross at Calvary. He died for the faithful remnant of his day and for all those who since have to be drawn to and entered into his fold. That was Zephaniah's message from the Lord. That is what the God would have us proclaim today. It isn't all about the end times, it's about the now times. It's about how we live. Let's put the sinful times behind us and go forward in his love and hope. And we pray that we will bring forth his glory in this world. That was Zephaniah's message for Israel. And that is the message for us today. Go forth and proclaim the word of the Lord. Amen. So let us declare our faith in God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father.
and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our next hymn, Love's redeeming work is done, fought the fight, the battle won. by Hazel Mumford. Let us come together in prayer with our Heavenly Father. Father, as we look at your world, we see destruction through natural disasters and through man's greed. We also see the beauty of all things that you have given us. Thank you for your love, Lord, in your creation. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, we pray for all who preach your word. Help us to spread the good news of your love by the way we respond to you and to one another. Father, we pray for peace in your world. Guide those who govern in the ways of justice and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, We bring before you all who are ill in hospital, care homes or their own home. Give strength to all who look after the sick. Be with those who would like to visit their loved ones 
but are unable to see them because of the virus. May your love and healing be with all who are ill. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we pray for those who have died recently and those whose anniversary falls at this time. We think especially, Lord, of the royal family and we pray for them in their loss of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Please comfort all who mourn. May they know their loved ones are at peace with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we thank you for all you have shared and given to us this week. And we ask, Lord, that whatever we do or say may be words of comfort and peace and love. May we all be aware of the needs of others and always ready to listen. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, as we leave your house this morning, we ask for your guidance during the coming week. Help us to do as you ask and not to count the cost. May your love be with us all as always. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn, The Day of Resurrection, Earth Tell It Out Abroad.
So may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah.